Christ, Maggie senses tell me this is going to get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Minigoji, and Sopolis. I have a dream. Honey, cut. Bartler. Eh. The fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man! You ain't that. Pirigi! Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is he a fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew Stoke were that good. Welcome everybody to another edition of the OnlyFans Football Podcast, episode 22. The Antonio Conte, um, the go, the man, the man we didn't know we needed, Kieran, is how I describe him. Um, we always knew he had it in him, though. We did. That passion that he had was the same passion he, he burst onto the scene with. Mm. But I feel like he's he's been uh, neutered at Spurs to a certain extent. I feel like he's made his bed, <laughs> and I think this is the end for him. <laughs> to be honest, we will, we do chat. We will chat about. It. Shout out um, to another uh, a fellow Italian, Andrea Pacelli. Andrea Pacelli. I'm too. Oh, I no idea where that was going. Goodbye. Um, goodbye to Spurs because Antonio <laughs> is leaving. Um, but yeah, welcome. Your man's favorite football podcast, Curran, as we always say. And um, firstly, before we get on to Paddy's day, how is your man? He's great, Adam. I, I don't know why you'd ask something like that. Ah, why not? I think uh, I think we should look out for our mothers. Uh, I think it's, it was Mother's Day yesterday. It's an extremely conspicuous thing to ask. It was Mother's Day yesterday. Oh, yeah. how, how was your Mother's Day? Great, yeah. Yeah, great. I, I love my ma. Ma's one of the best mates, like so. She's doing good. Do you think the very quickly? Do you think the uh, idea of Mother's and Father's Day? Do you think that these are days that should be celebrated? You know. Well, like uh, I traditionally speaking. Me and Dave would always have got me like me ma flowers and chocolates for Mother's Day and me yeah. dad like something small for Father's Day. I think just from being in the position that I've, I've been in and, and I'm not extraordinary to this, um, everyone faces this in life at some stage. You should appreciate your man die every day that you can. There shouldn't be one designated day for it. Like Valentine's Day, you should be able to show your significant other love every day of the year. It shouldn't be symbolised by one day. So I, I do think, in contrast to Valentine's Day, I do think Mother's Day and Father's Day is absolutely warranted. Yeah. But I think you should appreciate them every day you can. That that'd be my opinion. That's a nice answer. Hmm? And and your opinions on Valentine's Day then? I have none. Kieran, how was your Paddy's Day? <laughs> <laughs> my Paddy's Day was excellent, Adam. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was out three to three, hmm. three three a.m. three p.m. Sorry, three a.m. Um, and I was out the night, night previous in a lot of public houses. I had a mate visit me from Rohini. Fair play to him. All the way from Rohini. To Cabra. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a, a foreign land to him. culture shock, I'd say. It was a foreign land, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling him, I was telling him that a shooting happens on this corner every every week and stuff like that. Just just to make him a bit paro walking home. Because I knew he was walking home alone. There's absolutely no I, need for I brought him to the hut of Fisbro. Mm. A lovely, lovely point against in the hut. I brought him over there. 
um, test out the local cuisine, I suppose, the local G, Guinness. Mm. Um, and it was lovely Guinness. A wonderful pub as well. Barman there is a legend. Lovely Horland, that's all he says. <laughs> Gives you a point of Guinness. There you are, lad. Lovely Horland. Ah, cheers. Mm. Whatever that means. Sorry, go on, continue. So, yeah, I, I let him walk home, went to McGowan's with Craig. Yeah. He wanted to go to McGowan's, so I brought, I brought Craig out for a walk for yeah, her yeah. dance. Yeah. And, and then out 3 to 3 the next day at James's gig mm. met Rory for a point Erica Jerry Laura everyone dream team the dream team mm. um, and I was the fifth wheel Adam mm. it's always great the usual <laughs> <laughs> um, and then off to me hands again for a part two two nights in a row I uh, wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just finished my sentence there yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because I wouldn't either. Yeah, no. well, I think we're both on the same page yeah. in that regard. Like, I, I, I was actually, I, I haven't had one <laughs> point all weekend. Like, I've been sick all weekend. And I think I'd have rather been sick than got to weekends two nights in a row. Do you know what, though? I, I, I sent you uh, Darwin, Darwin, that song. I sent Miguel's that. on a banker is good. I'm I sent you that to uh, cheer you up. Yeah, 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 and it did. Yeah. Um, because I was in an awful state. <laughs> all I've done is watch football all weekend. Like, it's not as bad, like... That doesn't sound bad, but the way I was feeling was awful. So, yeah, I didn't. Paddy Stay festivities unfortunately passed me by, but there's always next year, hopefully. As it, as it happens, you know. You know what can you do? Paddy Stay overrated anyway. F- fully Yanks and tourists. Ah, a lot of pants on once, <laughs> as your man said on Virgin Media. Good morning, Ireland, Ireland AM, whatever it's called. One of them. I'm not gonna say show shows because actually aren't bad. I used to watch a guy on Skillman. I'd be up at. Crack it on, looking at Ireland AM, be like, ah, this set you up for the day. Some chef on making eggs Benedict or something. Oh, why are we talking about this? <laughs> now I know what shapes your uh, your shows with Adam. Ireland, <laughs> Ireland AM yeah. before scale. Fucking yeah. hell. Mm. I think I watched SpongeBob or something. I don't know. You still watch SpongeBob in the morning? SpongeBob with the pixies in the background player. <laughs> so, Kieran, moving on now to our. I don't want to say brief um, League World update but there was since the last time we talked about the league Kieran, there's been so much action obviously we had we were in Lisbon that time and then we had the week off but there was two game fixtures the weekend we were away which like for me and anyways began with shells beating balls we didn't really get to touch on that too much because we were away but there was mad scores that night as well Pats lost 5-0 Cork won 4-0 um, Drotter won 1 0, and then Rovers lost 2 1 to Derry. Um, UCD again lost 4 0. Dundalk beat Shells 2 1. I don't know if you've seen this. I think I showed you a screenshot of it. The offside that just was never offside. Um, Shells get, get the ball forward, and I think I think Farrell might get ahead on it, but even if he, he, or he might not have gotten ahead on it, but even if he did, Kyle Robinson for Shells wasn't offside, and Andy Boyle just goes, you know, I'm going to try my best to play him offside. Coyle takes the ball down, lashes in, makes it 2 2. Well, what would have been 2 all? And the line now goes, No, hold on, you're offside. Wasn't offside at all. Um, Bows 1 3 1. And then Shamrock Rovers threw 4 all with Cork as well, which is a bit mad. Move on to the Friday, the 10th of March. Bows 2, Pats 0. Great win for Bows away there. Um, Jonathan Afalabi on the score sheet. Drogs 1, UCD 0. UCD really struggling so far this season without. <clears throat> a win just one point to the name Derry nil Dundalk nil and then it was my turn on comms with T- uh, Shiro again for the Rovers game um, ended nil all 
and we'll touch on touch on Shell's defensive kind of performances so far now we talk about the court game and then yeah we move on to this week Kiran. so they had the Loud Derby on, on the Thursday rather than Paddy's Day it was 1-0 to Dundalk in the end um, it was Conor Malley who scored in the 65th minute to put Dundalk one up and then they had a penalty save dropped it from Freddie Draper he was the one taking it he missed it and it was goalkeeper Nathan Shepard who saved it probably the moment of the match for Dundalk probably won the moment of the weekend to be fair moving on to Paddy's Day then and we'll start off in Cork Shells 2 Cork nil, an own goal for Joshua Honahan what a name he doesn't sound like he's from Cork Um. That made a one nil to shells. It was good away support down there in Cork. I wish I was down there. I really wish I was there because it was, would have been a good day out and it was a fucking great win. It was uh, Jack Moylan who made it two nil to shells. I think there was about nine passes in the build up before the goal went in, and um, there's a lot be there's a lot being said about the way shell set up and you know defensively speaking and stuff. But I've said it before, the defense is you know that's what wins you things ultimately, and I think. Duffer's time spent with Jose definitely has had an impact on him there. And just from looking at the game on telly and then from being at the games, you can see the shape from Shells constantly moving and constantly being very well structured. You know, everyone that's playing up front and playing forward, they're constantly pressing in unison and then defensively they don't give a lot up. And I think games against Cork, you know, 2 0 down there, it's, it's a good result. Cork's a tough place to go to. Um, they're the games that the season's ultimately going to be. You know, judged on the games against Cork, draw the UCD for shells. That's where they need to pick up points and to go to Cork to win two 0 It was a massive result the weekend. Um, Pats two, Rovers two. Richie Tell out the scoring for Rovers in the first half. An Owen Doyle penalty before the half made it one one, and then the second half. I don't know if you've seen all of these goals, but it was literally just bangers galore. Jack Bourne threw one in from about 35 yards and then Jake Mulraney the American boy well he's not really American he came from the MLS though and made it 2 all with a lovely finish from him as well so um, quality on show up there in Tala and then Bowles got a 2-1 win over UCD it was Dano, Danu Bishop who got the goal for UCD to make it 1-0 and I was talking to Ian at this time and Ian was like we're just not winning this game Ali Q puts a penalty into I want to say like Cabra West at one point the penalty was shocking <laughs> such a bad penalty but he does score in the end to make it 2-1 and um, Paddy Kirk on the score sheet of Bows as well who are top of the league at the moment they're on some run I'm surprised to be honest with you but if they keep this up they'll definitely be in with a show come the end of the season come on you want to try chime in Bows win the league I haven't seen that since I was Four, was You've 10, never seen a twenty ten because you, you don't support Bows. Oh yeah, but I I do I do I'm partial to Bows. Adam, they're the local team, and I like to support. How them. many Bows games were you at last season? How <laughs> <laughs> uh, many shells games were you at last season? You sound like <laughs> you sound like one of them. You sound like one of them. Um, Derry won, Sligo won. Um, our boy, the New Zealander Max Matter, with a goal to make a one 0 This was the game that was on uh, RT as well on Paddy's Day. I feel as though RT could have showed the Pats game as well. That would have been a great, great way. To, or the, I say the Pats, the Pats were always game. Maxwell Matter. Mm. A Dublin derby on Paddy's Day, and then you have the big game up in Derry. They I were, don't know why they don't they don't do something like that. Though. They were too busy showing um, 
the reruns of fucking Nationwide or something. <laughs> the Parade. Parade, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Kieran Call got the goal for Derry in the 81st minute. But there was some shocking referee going on in this game. I don't want to slate the referees because it's a tough job. But yeah, it's not great. Going into the international break, Kieran, um, we'll take a quick glance at the table. You know who's on top. Bowes are on top with 15 points. One loss this season, Kieran. That loss coming against Shells. Um, <laughs> Derry second without a loss this season. Dock third. Sligo fourth. Shells fifth. Draw to sixth. Cork seventh. And then probably the shock with Rovers eighth. Pats ninth. They're getting relegated. And UCD tenth. Who are getting relegated? Rovers. They're getting relegated. <laughs> Down, down, the down. The price money you'd get on down, that. Dun, 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 dun. Down, if, down, down. If that dun, was dun, to dun, happen, dun. it'd be a sight to behold, Kieran, to be honest with you. I, I can't see it happening now, personally. Like, I know you were taking the piss. <laughs> but, like, it would be crazy, man, if they did. There's so many good players in that team. Like, they've no right to be down there, really. I wouldn't say it would happen now, but it would be funny yeah. if it did. It would be. The Premier League... This weekend there was no Liverpool. The Premier League. To ruin my weekend there was no Liverpool, thankfully. Um, <laughs> I thought your weekend was already ruined though. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was, but they, Liverpool would have made it worse, Kieran, believe me. We start off, Kieran, with the Friday night game. Nottingham Forest 1, Newcastle 2. Um, a bit of a shock result, I want to say, considering Nottingham Forest's home form and then Newcastle's kind of recent form, especially building up to that cup final. It was an Emmanuel Dennis goal. Um, chipped it over Nick Pope and goal I don't know how you chip a joint Kieran Sven Botman uh, with a bit of a mirror pass in the back but it was Alexander Isak on show he was the one who kind of won the game for Newcastle in essence a goal in added time in both halves the first one being lovely crossing from the right and it was a very agile finish I don't know how he got his leg to where he got it to put it in but he made it 1-1 before the half and then Nia Kate of Newcastle punching the ball in the air giving away a penalty in the 90th minute you're like what are you doing um, Isaac slots the pen away great scenes in the away end I'd nearly say the best scenes in the Premier League this season limbs wise um, yeah it was actually a really good game of football as well yeah I've seen the Isaac penalty and I think he's the difference maker for me whether they get top 4 or not it rains to me seeing but I think he could make a difference for them and he could push them all the way above Spurs into that top four spot I think they'll make a late push they've been in a bad vein of form but I think they'll who's Spurs? Uh, Newcastle Newcastle yeah yeah. I think I think to be <clears> honest <throat> with you the t- between the title race the top four and then you have the relegation like the relegation's going from 20th to 12th which obviously includes Nottingham Forest it's actually some season in terms of like drama and stuff yeah. Um, I think you're looking at Newcastle Liverpool Spurs, United, all fighting for that top four. United, I thought United were out of woods, and they're not really like. There's not a whole lot between them and Liverpool in in sixth. So, and you have Brighton and Brentford who can pretend Brighton especially can potentially get up there. Chelsea, yeah. Ah, don't mind them. Where are you still tent? Is it? Is it, oh, I'm not even tanked. It's still tent. Yeah. Um, the less said, the better. But uh, a bit of a sham side, Newcastle. I'm not gonna look at Newcastle Forest like it's a bit of a mad side it's just a mishmash really yeah I, I don't know like like the side's funny right so Navas and Gaul Aurier Felipe Renan Lodi all these players have played in Champions League then you have Shelby and Oyu knocking about in the like attacking areas of the bitch is that Andre Oyu yeah 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 fucking hell 
he's he's thirty three. I don't know why he started up front in the Premier League still. You have Johnson, Brendan Johnson, and Gibbs White, Yates. They're three good young players. Like, um, and I just think, to be honest with you, I just think Steve Cooper has too many players. This is probably what will hurt him in the end. Mm. You know. Um, we move on. Aston Villa three, Bournemouth nil. Douglas Louise, Jacob Ramsey, Emmy Wendia, all on the score sheet for Villa. Bit of a nothing game. Not gonna lie. I did. I seen the. I seen the highlights on match of the day. Bournemouth. If Bournemouth won there at Villa, they're ahead of. They're in like fourteenth. You know what I mean? This is the kind of. This is how kind of um, tight it is down there at the minute. It's very inconsistent. I find it is like you have teams going to like uh, quote unquote top six clubs getting wins and getting results and then you just have them losing next week or mm. losing three games in a row it's it's there's no consistency to it I think that's what's causing the the um, big what is it pool to get relegated at the moment yeah and I, I, I do like that but I, like, I think that pool will be shortened in the next three or four games like, I don't think it'll be eight teams potentially going down by the final day, let's say. If it is, it'll be the best final day of all yeah, time. <laughs> fucking unreal. Um, Brentford won, Leicester won. Um, Matthias Jensen on the score sheet for Brentford. Harvey Barnes on the score sheet for Leicester. Um, Baptiste, Shandon Baptiste got sent off late on for a second yellow. Um, Brentford's still ticking along, Kieran. And Leicester still, like, I suppose a bit of, bit of a ticking time bomb. Uh, they're, they're not going well at all. Um Again, a bit like the Villa game, just a bit of a, it, the game just existed. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think it means a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. Did you see what Tony said about Brentford? What did he say? He said in his interview, uh, "Oh, but yeah, we're gonna catch Arsenal." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I don't know how he's still knocking about as well. Just thinking about it. he's um, he's running, he's on the run, mm. literally, literally, <laughs> and figuratively. Um, we'll move on, Kieran. To Wolves 2, Leeds 4. This was a great game. I was looking at a bit of this on Saturday in between the uh, Shells Rovers in the women's women's Premier Division and then the rugby as well. I was kind of like switching between the three. It sounds um, awful multitasking. It was, it was. I had nothing else to <laughs> between that and like hydrating myself. Jack Harrison made a 1-0 in the sixth minute. Luke Ayling. Who the fuck is Luke Ayling? <laughs> Um, with a goal in the 41st and then Christensen scored in the 62nd minute for Leeds by the way this game this exact game happened happened on the exact same date last season we were in Amsterdam for it do you remember it was the exact same date it was the weirdest like Mandela effect ever um, Johnny on the score sheet then for Wolves to make it 3-1 and when when it went to 3-0 Leeds Ian takes me going grand we're sorted we're safe now um, where the Wolves are brutal all this jazz and then Keonia made a 3-2 and Ian literally t- next time was our fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, Johnny got sent off for Leeds I don't know if you've seen the tackle I did yeah he full on nearly decapitated Luke Allen for like very little it was a very innocuous challenge like like he stands all over him and you're kind of going there was a similar one for Dawson though I, I seen yeah too. there was one for Dawson as well yeah yeah yeah, I I don't know. I think it was a red. It was, oh, it was a red. It was Definitely very high. Red. It was a that that's that's one of them. Like that 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 ends careers. Like you know what I mean. And I seen Wolves fans were were giving out saying, um, we should have had a penalty in the tenth minute. And it's like he's literally had a player sent off for nearly 
taking someone's <laughs> career. Like you, you can't give out about that. Um, Rodrigo scored in the 97th minute then for Leeds to make a 4-2 and then Mateus Nunes got sent off for Wolves in the 90 plus 10th minute um, and he wasn't even on the pitch he was on He was on the bench he got sent off for having a go um, at who I don't know who exactly it, it was, was um, there was a VAR decision because uh, Traore got pulled down for the fourth Leeds goal mm. um, just before and they thought it was a foul, mm. but the ref was like, he looked at it on VAR and he was like, nah, it's a goal. And then he just gave the goal, yeah. gave the fourth goal. And then your man, Mateus Nunes, just fucking went apeshit yeah. with Lopetegui. Yeah, yeah. And they all went apeshit at the ref. Yeah. So I think the ref just said, fuck you, I'm giving you a red card. Which is fair enough, but yeah. I think it was a bit like harsh yeah, <laughs> to just right. give him a red. It is what you think about it. Yeah. Like, the fella has done nothing other than give out about a goal that he thinks shouldn't have stood. Yeah. And he's sent off for but I suppose the sending off was just. The game of the weekend, well, one of the games of the weekend, Kieran. Um, Southampton 3, Spurs 3. This is why we love Tottenham on this podcast. Um, Pedro Porro with, for me, goal of the week, Kieran. Yeah, it was good. Um, takes it on his right near post. Finish with a bush. Mm, nearly puts the ball through the net. That's how hard <laughs> he kicked it. To make a 1 0 to Spurs. Um, on the score sheet for Southampton then was Che Adams made it one all and then Harry Kane and Ivan Perisic Kieran, made it 3-1 and I suppose Spurs at that time thought they were home and dry they thought they were grand Theo Walcott makes it 3-2 who? exactly he's back he a goal and an assist for him in this game as well I don't know where he's come back from um, to make it 3-2 in the 77th minute the last millennium and then yeah <laughs> and then James Ward-Prowse who else with a penalty in the 93rd minute for Southampton to make a 3-all um, golf club celebration yeah I, he does that a lot I don't know why maybe he's a big fan of Craig Bellamy um, he done it before against Barcelona when he scored for Liverpool but first of all before we get into the main talking point which is obviously the namesake of this episode episode 22 the Antonio Conte I didn't think it was a penalty the kick Oh, he didn't think it was a penalty. Yeah, I think the ball... He, he was going... He, he wasn't looking... It was looking, so harsh. He wasn't looking at his foot and it sort of went up in the air. And it like was... Ballerina. It was, Yeah, but like... <laughs> so, remember I was talking about the penalty in the Wolves game? That was the same thing that happened in the Wolves game and it wasn't given. Yeah. And then it happens there. I'd say... Well, the difference is obviously the Wolves game happened... In, are you alright? Yeah. What are you signing for? Monster. What, is it? Uh, are you on a come down it's, now, It's gone you? to my heart. <laughs> Um, I suppose the difference is one happened in the 10th minute and the other happened in the 90th minute so the one in the 10th minute you kind of go ah fuck it play on do you know what I mean I'd say the 90th minute the referee felt the pressure I have to give this penalty if I don't there'll be mayhem gives the penalty more Prowse scores and I suppose shockingly instead of having a go with the referee like Lapetegui Conte has a go at Spores players, the staff, the board, the club, the fans, in an extraordinary rant, Kieran. Rant of the season, up there with CM Punk. Um, you have a few of his quotes written down, don't you? Yeah, I, I have. Do you want to indulge? Some of the, the ones that sort of triggered him, I think the first one that triggered him was the reporter's question, <laughs> which was, do you fear for your future in the job? Mm. And he replied with, you are finding an alibi, another alibi. You try to find excuse for the players over and over again. And 
he then went on to rant for about three minutes in in a, a furious rage. You could see his face was getting redder and redder. And he said, um, "To fight for seventh, eighth, ninth, I am not used to this. It is not acceptable." He said, and uh, he went on to call um, the board out again and Levy, um, saying he's been the owner for twenty years and they have not won anything. Mm. Um, and then he went on to say, if they want to change this they can go ahead and fire the manager and bring someone else and proceeded to walk out. Mm. Spurs sitting fourth, by the way, not seventh, eighth, and ninth. Yeah, it's it, it, spoken like a man who doesn't want to be in his job, Carl. Yeah. But it's it's so, like, the standard at Spurs in terms of winning things and, and stuff isn't there because they haven't won anything. Do you know what I mean? So, Conte coming into the job, he knew that coming into the job. He's been backed as well as a sports manager. Like they've they've spent more money with him than they did with Jose, with Nuno, and with Pochettino. That speaks volumes about what Spurs are doing for him. Um, do I agree with him? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> I I agree with everything he says. Now, um, it's a hell of a rant to go on though, and yeah, it was it was quite the funny one. I have to say, it was it was extraordinary from him. But um, that was the highlight of the weekend. Yeah, I think the way he engaged us as well. Just the the, the way he was saying things. Sheer anger, man. Sheer passion as mm. well. Mm. Um, they don't do half portions in Italy, man. <laughs> they don't, they don't, I swear to God. Uh, uh, you wouldn't catch Pat, uh, Graham Potter doing that now or something like that. Just Did you see what he said? Well, it's That's a great fucking segue. Uh, yeah. segue thank you. <laughs> um, did you see his interview? I don't know who it was. It was like some charity event. But he was like, uh, we'll try and beat Everton. We'll take the draw, and then we'll try and win the fucking Champions League. I was like, it was like, it was like he was trying to fit in. I felt bad for him. I, I feel bad for him in general because best I, boy in the class, Graham. Um, I feel I feel bad for him. But with that being said, Chelsea two, Everton two, Joe Felix on score sheet in the fifty second minute, reply two by Abdeloy Decore Shagger in the sixty ninth minute, and then Kai Havertz got a penalty. About seven minutes later, to make it two-one, only for Ellis Sims to rain on the parade in Stamford Bridge, went past Kulabali as if he wasn't there, slots it into the back of the net to make it two-two. Everton fans got mad. I seen Moose. I don't know if you know Moose from Talksport on uh, on Twitter. I think he's I think he's a Chelsea fan. He was like, Everton are celebrating their historic win here. <laughs> I was like Moose man <laughs> Do you not understand football It's like I, I hate when people say that mm. Week to week You fucking go and follow your club They've just scored In the last minute They're in a dogfight In relegation Of course they're gonna Fucking celebrate um, I got great enjoyment Out of this game Of, of what I've seen After the, uh, watching Ireland Win the rugby um, I, I assume you you seen the whole lot here on I was actually switching between both uh, yeah. the rugby because uh, the big thing was the rugby, the Grand Slam. So glad we got over the line in that sense. But um, yeah, I actually flicked over, and as I flicked over, Havertz was taking the penalty. Mm. So that's the moment I flicked back over. But yeah, honestly, I thought it was a well-deserved point for Everton. They they um, they put a dogfight up and a low block, and just sort of sat back and and took the opportunities they got from set pieces. I think it was a I think it was a well fought performance and I think they deserved the point. Um, but I don't understand this negativity as well after winning three games in a row and important games as well. 
coming out and getting a draw against Everton. I know it's it's a bad point, but sometimes these things just happen. I, I I I think it's been a good run so far. Three wins, one draw since obviously the loss to Southampton. It's not as bad as losing to Southampton. Um, I think this was a better performance. I can see that it's less pedestrian, at least scoring goals. You know, it's it's getting slightly better. Mm. Um, I'm not going to sit here with an agenda potter out and stuff like that I think it's it has been slightly better over the last few games so I'm content with the improvement and I'd like to see more after the international break and see if we can get out of this precarious situation in 10th place um, and potentially contend with um, Real Madrid in the Champions League quarter final but yeah where where do you see Chelsea finishing Carol? where do I see Chelsea finishing um, probably if I was to guess if we continue this good run of form 7th um, so Conference League yes mm. Conference League um, I don't see us getting much higher than that in terms of the Premier League I would like to see us finish 4th obviously but that's not going realistic mm. um, especially when Conte is coming out and Slate and Spurs when they're in 4th spot saying yeah. they're going to finish 7th or 8th yeah. You know, um, we'll talk about Champions League momentarily as well because we we do have a a bit plan for that. So I'll, I'll refrain from getting your prediction on on the Real Madrid game. Um, we'll finish the Premier League chat here on Arsenal four, Crystal Palace one, Gabriel Martinelli with a goal in the twenty eighth minute. It was a lovely left foot finish, like a one nil. Saka then made a two nil before half time. Cracking player. He's unbelievable, isn't he? Yeah. It was a great, great goal again as well. Cuts in on his left foot. Slots it away. Um, keeper on the goal for Palace having a chance. Share with the Paddy McCarthy as well, by the way, who's taken over from Patrick Vieira in the interim while uh, Palace look for a new manager. I think he's I think from Kulak or something. Shout out to him. What did you think of that? The BR I, I think it was a bit harsh. I, I don't, we're going to talk briefly about the FA Cup, about company. Um, to come but Vincent Company for Burnley said the other day how he thought it was harsh now again Company played with Vieira mm. so this is probably why he's saying it but he was saying about the games they had played you know the likes of Newcastle United twice I think they played City they played Chelsea Arsenal um, obviously this weekend and without Wilfred Zaha and now I think for the next out of the next 11 games 8 of them are against the teams in the bottom half so, like, I think it's harsh to sack him there, considering Palace as well are 12th. Do you know what I mean? It's not like they're right down there, and obviously there's that chance they can go down because there's that tight gap between the teams. But, like, you, you would find some against the bot mate sides. So, yeah, I, I, I'd class as harsh. The rumour now is we have we have a question about it and get it out, so I'll leave it till then. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, Granite Jacket then made it 3 0. Jeffrey Schlupp scored a goal for Palace, and I, I don't know. I thought he might. I thought should have shouldn't have stood. I thought he, he took the ball down with his hands, but um, the referee said play on, and then Saka again made it four one to Arsenal. And we have a great question and get it out from Gary Vav about the title race. So this isn't the end of our Arsenal chat. We are going to move on. <laughs> right, Kieran, moving on now to the magic of. The FA Cup, the two big games I'd like to harvest from the weekend. Obviously, Man City and Brighton, like lashing their opponents out. But we look at Manchester United 3, Fulham 1. Um, Fulham putting in a real established performance in Old Trafford 
a performance on which they looked like they were never going to lose to be honest but somehow come out losing 3-1 Alexander Mitrovic got the goal in the 50th minute for them but up to that man they were like so good they controlled Man United there was no point up till the sending off which we will chat about that United looked like they were going to win so it looked like it was going to be a, a quite historic result actually to be honest for um, for Fulham but as we will detail now that they fucked it up basically Jaden Sancho gets through 101 with Brian Leno takes around Leno strikes the ball and it was William on the line who decides to punch the ball off the line gets sent off and Bruno puts the penalty away but in the midst of all this it went to VAR obviously um, the ref originally didn't give it by the way I know he was sitting here from my telly which is I don't know how many yards away from Old Trafford um, and I could see it was a handball obviously we have the, the look of the television cameras and replays etc but look the handball straight away goes to VAR ref gives the penalty Marco Silva loses it William gets sent off Silva then gets sent off then Mitro gets sent off and then United go on to win the game 3-1 and um, Sabitzer scored straight after Bruno scored the penalty and then Bruno topped it off in the 96th minute um, this was pure FA Cup bliss girl. I, I can't believe Mitro fucking just went went ahead it, it, it seemed man. it seemed fairly fair you know the decision the handball I don't see why he got so wound up but obviously the antics on the sideline from Andre Silva uh, spurred his the like manager likes um, Mitro I suppose I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just I'd say it was because he was sent off as well I'd say he was like ah fuck this um, and yeah they full him through the game away big time through the game away and I was looking at it and I was kind of it left a bit of a sour taste I was like lads he's could have had a semi-final against Brighton and then you're talking a final like you take you take Man City one on one the way Fulham played this year and you definitely take Sheffield United if they were to get through. So, mm. um, yes, Kieran, that is a great segue. Thank you. Sheffield United three, Blackburn two. Who would have thought um, Championship football of a Sunday afternoon would be the best game of the weekend? Alan McCoyst on country as well, which always adds to it. Um, just such good comment commentary. Um, Sheffield win three two as I said. Ben Brereton Diaz turns up purely for the cameras. Seeing him first hand in Luton, just dusty baller. Um, it's like he turns into Maradona, doesn't he? He's, it's it's a great story, though. I do love him, but like, I've ever since I seen him in Luton, I was like, this fella wrecks my head, <laughs> and I've just held a grudge ever since. Um, but he was really good on this day. Makes up one nil from the penalty spot, and then Sammy got her own goal for Sheffield United. Got them back into it. Sammy Schmodix made it two one in the sixtieth minute. Burton assist again I think it was and then Ollie McBurney with a great take takes it in his right foot takes it around the defender um, took his chance really well lashes a pass the keeper and then Tommy Doyle my god Tommy Doyle potentially goal the weekend on his right foot lashes it in an FA Cup cracker Kieran what a game of football what a game Adam I was watching this in uh, Clontarf Golf Club mm. of all places mm. I just finished around the golf and I went in for a few quiet points Little did I know I would be sitting alone mm. in the bar on a Paddy's Day weekend watching Blackburn 
versus fucking <laughs> Sheffield, Sheffield United. United. Yeah. But you know what? No better life. What a fucking game of football. Great quality. Mm. Um, I, I think there was some standout performance. I thought I was very impressed by Ben Brereton. Mm. His little swivels here, mm. here in a row. And um, yeah, even that Ollie McBurney goal. I didn't think yeah, he had that in finish. him. Yeah. A lovely uh, a turn and a left foot finish. It, th- those under the leg ones are always very I think uh, you're saying satisfying. I think you're saying that the, the manager going yeah here you're coming off he's like oh fuck I better do something <laughs> I better um, score a worldie you know? yeah it was a great goal on fairness to him it was a proper I thought it was a proper magical game though like Blackburn go up go go up twice man get pegged back twice and I think like the first time they get pegged back you're like look at Blackburn can still feasibly win this the second time they got pegged back I was like ah yeah Sheffield United they're going to ride the momentum now whether it's in extra time penalties or in normal time and it was a great pass where I think Ali McCoy's put it very well he was like I can sit here for another 30 minutes and watch this easily mm-hmm. and I was sitting here kind of going do you know what I wouldn't mind 31 minutes of this it was a nice Sunday afternoon um, I was coming I felt like I was coming around somewhat from this illness that I'm after having um, I was still quite ill let, let me said but um, it was certainly that made me feel a slight bit better but uh, yeah man great weekend with FA, FA Cup action Premier League action a lot of goals a lot of controversy um, your goal of the week Kieran goal of the week goes to uh, is it Tommy Tommy Doyle Tommy yeah. Doyle yeah Re- cracker proper Irish name as well on Paddy's weekend huh is he Irish probably not yeah mm. but Sam Smoddix is he is, mm. yeah. Interesting. Um, my goal of the week. Do you know what? I want to give it to Tommy Doyle, but I loved Pedro Porro's goal against against Southampton. The the ball by Son, and I think Son hasn't had a season that he had last year or the year before, and I think he's probably been a victim of his own standards at times. Um, but that pass from him was unbelievable, and Porro just with the greatest disregard for humanity puts the ball in the back, and it was a great finish. God of the week, Adam. We said... Uh, I don't think you can look forward than Antonio Conte. I think it was a hell of a rant. It was like... Ben Casey and Jer are probably going to be the only people to get this, but it was like CM Punk's rant last year where he just ranted about the locker room, ranted about the company, and the owner of the company was sitting beside me going, what are you doing? Um, it was just a great, great rant from Conte. Do you think he wants to get sacked yeah. from that rant? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he wants to be there. I don't think to be honest with you I think a lot of what he says is right in the sense I don't think the culture of the club fits his kind of culture as a manager and as a player because he won a lot of things as a player as well um, so I think it just they just don't suit each other do you know and I, I think he wants to he's probably calling out the standards to a certain extent as well you know yeah absolutely um. absolutely This fellow Ronaldo is a cod. And there, our cod of the week this week is... Uh, Fulham FC. Fulham FC, owned by American Tony Khan. Um, I don't know why I said that, but we talked about wrestling earlier and he's the owner of that company. But um, yeah, Fulham threw away the game, man. They really threw away the game. Like, you're never going to be in the driving seat at Old Trafford again, like the way they were. Um, coasting to a semi-final. And it was just a moment of madness from William... Mitro, Marco Silva, they let themselves down really, and uh, yeah, Fulham as a whole, as a concept, are, are kind of weak to speak. Concept. Yeah. 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 Yeah
going to move on now, Kieran, to a quick brief Champions League review slash preview. Um, we look at the aggregate scores of the game, Kieran. Benfica 7, Club Rouge 1. We were one day away, Kieran, from watching Scott Parker get absolutely spanked by Benfica. Bit sad, isn't it, really? <laughs> it would have been sad to be, uh, I suppose. Yeah, well, sad for Scott Parker. He lost his job. He got sacked as well, uh, didn't he? Yeah, fuck. Deservedly so. Um, ah, sound. Yeah. Chelsea <laughs> 2, Dortmund 1, Kieran, you're happy with that? Uh, yeah, W. Um, good W for Parr, who mm. has been suffering job, man, as of late. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I, I think probably kept him in his job for the rest of the season at this point. He's mm. not going to get sacked at this point. Bayern 3, PSG 0. Um, man, Bayern look good. Bayern, a real team, mm. unlike PSG. Um, Spurs nil, Ace Milan won. What do you think? Classic Syria nil all staunch yeah. uh, away performance. And Ace Milan have turned the corner as well, man. Their defense is looking quite strong recently. Porto nil, uh, Inter won. Another Milan defense masterclass. Are you already here on your sign? Yeah, I'm dying here. Um, sign. Porto had so many chances man to to get a goal in that second leg and they didn't I think Grewich hit the crossbar like the 90th minute they'll be feeling hard done by by themselves I suppose um, Man City 8 Leipzig 1 I think we both called this girl yeah the, the, the thing is when a team comes to City especially at their home uh, Champions League team they tend to get spanked I think we both said it in the prediction mm. um, that this this would unfold Real Madrid 6 Liverpool 2 the damage was very much done in the first leg Kieran. I'm raging that that Nunes goal in the first leg will stand for nothing because it's such a Nunes goal it's such a it's such a Liverpool Champions League goal and you're kind of like oh remember that for years to come well you probably will but for all the wrong reasons um, the damage was done in the first leg and yeah it's it's not ideal um, Modric, Crows, Benzema, Courtois all unreal I wouldn't be surprised if they went back to back Napoli 5 Eintracht 0 Kieran you predicted Eintracht to go through I did yeah was sort of uh, I thought that it would be like Ajax last year with all the hype around them yeah but um, it turned out that Napoli were able to hack the pressure yeah and I, I, I think they're a really class side oh them. they're unbelievable man. Yeah. they're actually unbelievable they have a real chance yeah I, I, I think so um, the draw of course happened as well on I think it was, it was on Paddy's Day as well I think wasn't it yeah, everything happened on Paddy's yeah, day this man, year. Yeah. Um, Real Madrid um, will play Chelsea and the winners of that game will play Manchester City or Bayern Munich in the semi-final. Kieran, who is your semi-final and why? I'm going to go with Real Madrid, Bayern semi-final. Mm. I think get a bit of a blast from the past. That one yeah, hasn't nice. happened in a while. It'd be nice, man. It'd be nice. Two giants. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, 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 the other semi-final, I think. Oh, I think I think Real and City. I think yeah. I think as good as Bayern are, I think it's City's year. Uh, and I, I well, no, I don't think it's City's year. <laughs> I think it's City's year to go far. Um, I think Real will, will will have too much for Chelsea. Unfortunately, I think Chelsea are just too much in transition. There's a Real day of. Do you remember that in FIFA? <laughs> the real deal. <laughs> the Real day of. That has ringing in my head. Martin Tyler saying that in FIFA. Um, but yeah. I think Real Madrid will have too much for Chelsea. The other semi-final is contested between Ace Milan and Napoli. They will play the winners of Benfica and Inter Curon. Who are you going for? Um, I'm going to go... I, I think Ace Milan will put up a great fight, but I'm going Napoli and Benfica. I'd love to mm. see that semi-final. Yeah. I, I really want Napoli to win. Yeah, I, I, I have Napoli going through 
and I have Benfica going through as well but there's a part of me that if if Milan need a, a hero in the Champions League they have got Giroud who was great in Chelsea's run for the Champions League in what was it 2020 2021 mm. and obviously they have Origi who was instrumental in Liverpool's win as well so and I do look at Milan and I do look at them and I'm like I think you're a bit of a cup side and well, I think Napoli will go through I'm just playing devil's advocate here um, it's the same reason why I think City will go through against Bayern I just think they're set up for cup football and look at we're going to talk we're going to predict the final now real quick I do think Real Madrid will go through but I wouldn't be surprised if City got to the final I just think they have cup minerals in them this season there's no there's no, there's no shock that they're in two semi-finals put it that way um, obviously the FA Cup being the other but uh, yeah I, I think Napoli Benfica is the safe show the FA Cup semis who are you going for um, Brighton and I'm going for City to be uh, Sheffield Grand Sheffield United Brighton we're not going to say why that's just our predictions so we're just going to leave it at that <coughs> our last segment of the show get it out shout out to Alberto Moreno as always a willing sponsor even if he doesn't know it, um, he is it. We're going to jump straight into it now, Kieran. Um Gary Vav says, hey Jude, obviously the news coming out today. I'm not going to say it's big shock news, really. The the, the article from Hornstein, um, from Hornstein, was basically that Liverpool have no money. <laughs> Man City and Real Madrid have money. Bellingham might go for money. I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's big breaking news. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'd be, I think it'd be, don't get me wrong, it'll look awful if people don't get him. But I think as an article, it's just complete, completely been blown up. Do you think it. you'll get him in the end? If Liverpool get Champions League, yeah, I think we'll get him. Yeah. But, but it hinges on getting Champions League, so if we don't, no. But if we do, yeah. Interesting. Short and simple. Yeah. Um, Gary Vav says, are Napoli going all the way, Kieran? Um... I am going to say yes, Gary Vav. I'd love to see you. Mm. But do you know what? I wouldn't I'd love to also see a shock. I'd love to see AC Milan or Inter or someone like that go go far and see see, see if they could do something this year. Who mm. knows? This is a wide open Champions League. Yeah. Um we did speak about a question we had earlier about Arsenal in the title race, and this is probably we love questions like this and it makes us actually think. But Gary Vav says, could you predict Arsenal and Man City's last 10 games and see who you have as champions yes Gary we can and we will um, starting off after the international break April 1st Arsenal at home to Leeds Liverpool away to Manchester City in the Etihad Kieran, I'm going to go Arsenal to win and Man City to win yeah I've gone the same I think Man City at home to Liverpool they should win mm. with the form they're in Arsenal at home to Leeds should be a win also. Yeah, and just to preface this real quick as well, Man City have two games that have been rescheduled because of the FA Cup rendezvous. So West Ham at home and Brighton away are two games that haven't got a date at the minute. But for what it's worth, I think, hypothetically speaking, they'll beat West Ham. And I think Brighton away, I can see them dropping points there. I can see a draw happening there, Colonel. I'm going two wins for those games. Um, <laughs> April 8th slash 9th. On the 9th of April, Arsenal play Liverpool away in Anfield. On the 8th of April, Manchester City play Southampton at home. I'm going to say Manchester City beat Southampton and I'm going to say Arsenal lose to Liverpool. They have a shite record at Anfield, man. 
Yeah, I'm going uh, City win against Southampton, and I'm going for a draw there at Anfield for Arsenal. Mm. I think that'll be a, a three all or four all like old times. Mm, please God, a four all would be great, man. They're, they're such underrated games, aren't they? Arshavin. Arshavin, one one of my favorite games ever. Um, on April the eleventh, Man City played Bayern in the Champions League for what it's worth. April fifteenth slash sixteenth, um, Arsenal on the sixteenth play West Ham away. And Man City play lesser at home. I'm going to say both of them win there, Kieran. Yeah, same here. Um, we move on to the 19th of April. For what it's worth, um, City are away to Bayern Munich. On the 21st of April weekend commencing, Manchester City play in FA Cup semi-final against Sheffield United, while Arsenal play at home to Southampton, Kieran. I'm going to say they beat Southampton as well. Yeah, I say the same. Should be a win. Um, 26th of April, Kieran, I think is what... The title race hinges on Arsenal take on Manchester City at the Etihad. I am going to say Manchester City beat Arsenal at the Etihad. Yeah, I'm going to say the same. I think it's going to be a trouncing as well. Mm. The 29th of April slash the 30th of April, Arsenal take on Chelsea at the Emirates. I'm going to say they're going to beat Chelsea. And then on the 30th of April, Manchester City are away to Fulham. I'm going to say they beat Fulham as well. I'm going to say, cheekily here, I'm going to say... City drop points to full. Wow. And for the Chelsea game, Arsenal are going to get smashed. I'm going to say 4 or 5 now at, at home. And it's going to uh, shake their confidence. From the 6th onwards, Kieran. And do you know what? That actually wouldn't be such a surprise. Now, maybe 4 or 5 nil, but <laughs> Chelsea getting a result there might be such a surprise if they lose to City. Yeah, because we're the superior Indeed. team in London. Yeah. Um, The 6th of April, alright. Well, I'd say Fulham are. From the 6th of April or 6th of May onwards, excuse me, the games are yet to be confirmed when they are, but we'll just take them for what they are now. Arsenal are away to Newcastle. Manchester City are away to Everton on the 6th of May. I am going to say both teams are losing, Curran. Man City have a, a bit of a shoddy record at Goodison. And I think if Newcastle are going for the Champions League, look at they done Arsenal last year when Arsenal were going for the Champions League in St. James's. I think they're going to do the same again. Yeah, I've gone for Arsenal to drop points there. It's always a tough place to go as well. Um, and for the Everton City, I've actually gone for City away. So I think they'll, it'll be a tough game, but I think they'll win in the end. Mm, I think Everton fighting relegation. Sean Deutschball. It'd be interesting to see. I just think there's going to be slip-ups on the way. Brighton at home um, for Arsenal on the 13th of May. Well, Leeds at home for City. I'm going to say Brighton come away from the Emirates at one point And Leeds come away with zero from the Etihad they're going to get spanked by City yeah I've gone for two wins here um, the 20th of May Forest away for Arsenal Chelsea home for City I'm going to say Forest get a point at the City grounds and I'm going to say Chelsea also get a point at the Etihad interesting I, I don't trust us to get a point anywhere Um, I've gone two wins here for, for both City and Arsenal Um, last day of the season Kieran. Arsenal home to Wolves, City away to Brentford. I'm going to say both sides win. Therefore, meaning Arsenal will gain 17 more points from the remaining games, while City will gain 26 points from the remaining games. And I'm going to say, de facto, Manchester City will finish the season on 87 points, and Arsenal will finish the season on 86. Therefore, Manchester City are winning the Premier League, Kieran. I've gone for something similar. Only um, I've gone two wins there, obviously, and I've gone 
for City to finish on 92 and Arsenal to finish on 89. So, mm. we're quite close there, Adam. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was a great question from Gary Vav. We do appreciate questions like that. But like Most of the time we look at these and answer them on the fly. Stuff like that you kind of have to do research on. Um, another question from Rory, one we love. Um, discuss Evan Ferguson. Um, what a glorious man. What a glorious striker. Um, get him capped as well for Ireland so he can't be taken I don't think he would go on anyways it's funny how uh, I don't know if you've seen that you know the sound video but it's a yeah. bit of a meme now at this stage it's like Evan Ferguson uh, maybe he can play for England it's like that's not how it works love <laughs> you can't just play for England like, he has to have a relation I don't think he, he does either he has an accent like me or you Adam yeah I know yeah. you know <laughs> um, yeah Evan Ferguson's great man He's he has a lot of attributes that I think Haaland has in terms of finishing his presence, his ability. It's only a matter of time before he's picked up by a big club. His goals the weekend are great as well. He's proven against likes Liverpool. The goal against Arsenal as well, where he shrugs off Saliba, slots it in. Like You're looking at stuff like that. Against France next week, that could be a big, big battle between him and it could be Kanate or up Mancano or whoever's playing. I think I think Saliba's out. So, long short of it, Evan Ferguson is our saviour. I think, yeah, for, for a team like Ireland mm. that has been missing someone like him for so long mm. it's going to be very interesting next week mm. calling out next week next Monday against France it's yeah. going to be interesting who wins that battle Mbappe or Evan Ferguson I fancy Evan Ferguson mm. Ireland to win 5-0 at the Aviva Stadium yeah, definitely won't be 5 shout out Pablo May- Bosque maybe <laughs> might be 1-0 I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we, we got 1-0 that's why that, these things happen in international football like a sneaky win wouldn't be surprised. Phil Mangan says, "What is your favorite juice, raspberry, <laughs> raspberry or orange juice?" Is my personal favorite. Phil, I didn't know you could. I didn't know you could juice a raspberry. I didn't know you could juice a raspberry. Now I'm not gonna lie, unless he means like blend it down. I I don't think that's possible. I I really no, I, I don't think it is either. I think Phil, like usual, is living in cuckoo land. <laughs> I think he's I think he's throwing a spanner in the works yeah. there saying raspberry he's probably thinking a raspberry smoothie or something yeah yeah you can't sit there and, and, and juice or of, a raspberry like yeah just juice take it into what you the, know what the remnants of mush from a yeah, raspberry and make yeah. it into a juice yeah now uh, I'd say orange juice for to answer the question I'd say orange juice there's too much debris in the raspberry though isn't mm. there they can't yeah no I, 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 I've never seen a bottle of raspberry juice do you know what I mean Maybe maybe it's a thing and we're about stupid, which is very likely. But I can't say I've seen a bottle of raspberry juice recently. Recently? Uh, ever. Um, Phil also says, and he directs this at you, Kieran, your best chap line. Do you want to disclose this or? I have a few, Adam. <laughs> I've, I've never talked to him in my life. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> have never... you talked to a woman, Adam? What's your favourite... Uh... What's your favorite pickup line? I usually, what well, I usually go with, I, I introduce myself first of all, Kieran. Okay. You have to be confident in these situations. But then I say, Jesus Christ, are you okay? And they go, oh, you surprised me, you know? And you say, did it hurt when it fell from heaven? And there, there you go. This is why I'm also <laughs> single, Kieran, so do not go for that, is what I'd say. And then they uh, walk away. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's nice to meet you. In disgrace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll use that the next time, Adam. Yeah, yeah, I do. And when it doesn't work, uh, shout out to Philly. Um, Colin Neville of the Tree Left Feet podcast says, who's getting relegated in the Premier League, ladies? 
Um, I don't know if he means the actual premiership for the women or if he means the the premiership for the men but I think he's referring to us as ladies which is fair enough quick fire I'm going to go Forest Bournemouth I'm sorry Everton Bournemouth and Southampton I'm going for Leicester Southampton and Bournemouth as well Coyle also says manager of the season Arteta uh, it's between him or Edward Howe I'm going to I'm going to lean towards Edward Howe Ian says who is your favourite bastard to ever kick a ball Um I'm going to go Javier Mascherano He's been played in years mm. Well he's great though mm. Great shithouse Do you know what I mean He scored the odd screamer as well Yeah Mascherano's yeah, a great yeah. player Really good player I, I'll, I'll go with Diego 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 Ian says Your favourite easter egg Um, Favourite easter egg I think Cabri's easter eggs are lovely I really do And Do you know what There's a, there's a few easter eggs there They're like uh, Tauntons mm. And And uh, you get the you get the odd butler's chocolate one as well. They're they're a bit too upmarket for me. I think yeah. the Cadbury's one just hits the spot. Easter egg wise, I'm I'm just gonna go with a mini egg. Easter egg. I love mini eggs. Mini eggs. Yeah, I think they're Easter Easter tradition really. And it's would, like having after eggs at Christmas, you know. Would you eat the mini eggs first or the Easter egg first? I'll get our once, girl. <laughs> Suffocate myself with chocolate. So you'd sandwich them in between the yeah, Easter eggs. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> Um, how does that end I, I have a good time when I'm when on the jacks in the, <laughs> in the process of it it's brilliant right um, Ben Casey says shout out to his sister of course best DJ McGowns yeah DJ Wax um, shout out DJ Wax excellent Jack Ryan says new Palace manager contenders Big Sam question mark I'd love Big Sam but I don't know actually to be honest with you I think it was a bit ridiculous sacking Vieira in fourth place going on a whim here Frank Lampard Ooh, Stephen Jarrett. They tried to get Frank Lampard during the summer. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't get him. They'll get him now. Um, Dave says, "Was it a red card for William?" And I know why he's asking this, and I'm asking this to you, Kieran, because has the same thing. Yeah, we were recording again. <laughs> he asked. He asked this before, Kieran. Reese James got sent off against Liverpool for the exact same thing. William got sent off for. You said Reese James. It wasn't a sending off. And you're saying William is sending off. So which is it? I'm going to answer this like a politician here, Adam, because I think believe Dave's question is, was the William one the sending off? And it was. And I'd answer that and but say, I, yes, it was. I, I'm but telling he you... He didn't I, answer I, was the Reece James he, one. No, he asked me, though. I, oh, he, he asked, asked me to ask you, yeah. Oh, so he put, put words in your mouth to ask Yeah, me. literally, yeah. Because he knows what you're going to say. Is that not unethical? No, not as at all. As a podcast host. Not at all. All right, then. Uh, I'm going to say uh, that the Reece James one was not a, sen- not a sending off either. Dave says quick fire Europa League and Commerce League predictions Juve Sporting Juve Sporting I'm going to go uh, Sporting Lisbon uh, United Sevilla I'm going Juventus United between United no well Juventus uh, is Lisbon you fucking idiot United Sevilla United yeah United Nord Roma I'm going uh, Roma Rome for Rome for Sparta Bayer Leverkusen Union saint Gilles. Union saint uh, I'm going Leverkusen. Um, Lac Poznan, Fiorentina. Uh, Poznan. Fiorentina. Basel, Nice. 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 Uh, yeah, we have Nice as well. Ghent, West Ham. I'm going West Ham. West Ham, Hamers. Um, Andelect, Alkmaar. Oh, he's at Alkmaar all day long. I have Alkmaar myself. Um, Woodser says, Prime Hazard, best we've seen in Premier League era. No, we've seen <laughs> Mo Salah and we've seen Thierry Henry. Next question. I'd say yes. Hazard. Okay. 
Um, Keane Mulvey says, has your predictions changed for top four? You both had Chelsea and Liverpool in the top three. Yeah, thanks to Keane for texting in this week, by the way. We were worried about his whereabouts. Um, following Liverpool's trashing of Man United 7-0 the other week. Keane, we hope you're doing well. Um, we're all in this together, Kieran, aren't we? Are we? Um, yeah, Liverpool will finish top four. What do you think of Chelsea's chances? Not a hope. Um... I'm going to go, yeah, Liverpool and Chelsea to finish top four. Of course, yeah. yeah. Ulton says, was Bayern nil fear against Bayern Munich the single best usage of VAR to date? Plus, will you be tuning in to their, their classicer April 1st? Yes, I'm hoping to be going to a gig on, on April 1st, so maybe not. But April 1st, um, yeah, their classicer dormant are ahead of Bayern. What are you doing? Sorry. <laughs> eating your coffee for <laughs> I'm hungry <laughs> Dortmund yes yeah, Dortmund are a home to Bayern Munich they're currently in the lead in the league itself so yes I will hopefully be tuning into that regarding the VAR usage I don't know if you've seen this Kieran but it was Amon Adley um, got taken down twice and the referee booked him twice for diving both times they were proven to be wrong he had to take the yellow cards back and as a result Leverkusen scored two penalties and won the game 2-1 so I think in terms of VAR calling back, yeah, absolutely. I think refereeing was, for me and anyways, the first one's a clearest day pedal. Second one, maybe not. Film me once, shame on you. Film me twice, shame on me. You know what I mean? You don't do the same thing again, referee. I just think it's negligent. Last question from Cottle. He says, if you were on death row, what would your last meal be? Kieran, I am going to go with buffalo chicken wings. Can't say that from, before I said all bar chicken. From all bar chicken. Oh yeah, you yeah, fucking dickhead. I'm going to go for for that pepperoni and spicy and dewy pizza we had in Lisbon, and specifically that because the food we had the night before wasn't great, but that pizza was like Nirvana. And then I'll go for a warm, sticky toffee pudding, a bit of cream on it. Oh, bash! Well, that answer wasn't rehearsed already. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a nice meal Carol, yeah I well I've gone for tenders from all our chicken which I said in the previous podcast before Adam said chicken wings and he, he proceeded to steal chicken wings from me and use them as his own answer but I'm going for uh, chicken why, why are you letting people know we've recorded this <laughs> twice like why they deserve to know they deserve to know the truth go on uh, chicken tenders uh, buffalo buffalo sauce mm. lovely um, with uh, blue cheese dip and chips sometimes go loaded fries but I, I think that's that's a bit much I think that's a bit heavy on the stomach you're, you're literally being sent to die mate I think that's a lovely meal and maybe a bit of celery as well I said this uh, a nice bit of celery dip it in the blue cheese dip that, that's not for everyone now but yeah I, 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 reason I'm fond of a bit of celery now mm. some some people hate it mm. I like it is that all that's all that's your death row uh, a dessert mm. um, oh dessert's a tough one I think a nice chocolate brownie, warm, mm. bit of creme brulee, maybe mm. on top, drizzle yeah, on top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, served and prepared by Paul Hollywood as well. And that's important. What's that? Sorry? Served and prepared by Paul. Oh, Hollywood. okay, right, yeah. okay. I want him to to debate my uh, date roll dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's extremely suspect, but yeah. Why is it suspect? Why would you ring in Paul Hollywood? <laughs> Here, Paul, I'm being sent to be dead. Can he come and make me the dessert? Yeah, you think he's I, gonna say yes? I want to die by uh, what? What would it be? Um, awe of Paul Hollywood's meal. That right, that would okay. be that'd be my way of getting out of being set to that route. Just die because. So the Paul thought Hollywood. of eating Paul Hollywood's food <laughs> is greater than the thought of death. 
Is what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and with that, Kural, thankfully, is the end of this week's podcast. We do hope you enjoyed. Um, we did drop it in a few times. We have these new OnlyFans sweatshirts. We did do a bit of a secret order. Um, so the people who got one will be receiving it soon. And yeah, Kuran. Maybe uh, another episode in the, in the can. Yeah, maybe uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make a big order available. Yeah, absolutely. This, if, this podcast flew by, by the way. If the interest is there, we will, of course, put another order through. Um, and yeah, we do thank everyone for their support as always. And yeah, we'll leave it there so. We'll leave it there so. Thanks for listening.